Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast, where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host, Karen Pelleggi, and in each episode, we uncover new, empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it all figured out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. We're going to jump right into it and we're talking about generational cycles and breaking away from them and and if you really have it in you to challenge it and and go up against it. Sometimes for those who are in the process of breaking generational cycles, you might initially not even realize what you're doing until you're kind of halfway through it or really in the thick of it. A generational cycle is a cycle that has been in our family for generations and it's not always the healthiest of cycles. So this could include um, poor coping, toxic romantic relationships, poor communication, limited views. And if you're someone who is a cycle breaker, this just rocks you to the core. You might be the black sheep in your family. You might be the one who is constantly questioning things and maybe as a young person you weren't always loud about it but you observed a lot and you were trying to gain a lot of information and understanding of your family and you noticed within yourself that how they viewed things and how they behave and how they communicated did not align with you and even in this episode if you feel like this doesn't resonate with you it might help you better understand a friend or a coworker that may be going through it because breaking generational cycles is a long process and it really rocks you to the core. It can be really uncomfortable. It can make you feel alienated because you're going up against your loved ones, the people who have provided you validation and support uh, from the very beginning. And we ultimately are seeking acceptance and love from our foundational group, our initial validation system, uh, support system, which are our parents or caregivers, guardians, siblings. The question is, are you up for it? So as a young person, like I said, you might have observed certain things like, or uh, things that have made you felt uncomfortable or As you grew and your perception of the world expanded, maybe you went away for school or maybe you had a job that um, allowed you to connect with people who were from different cultures and upbringings and it widened your view of the world. And through this, you became even more aware that what was going on in your family circle is something that you didn't feel okay with. And as time passed and you learned a little bit more about the history of your family, you learned about grandparents, great-grandparents, you learned about your parents' struggles and depending on you know where they are in the line, maybe your parent was a newcomer at one point, maybe your grandparents were immigrants and just learning about their struggles helped you understand And maybe helped you gain a little bit more compassion for why they were the way that they were growing up and why they are so rigid in their thinking now. 
So yes, if you are a cycle breaker, you will present in this way. You likely are the black sheep of your immediate family and extended family. Um, and it feels really uncomfortable. At first, it might make you feel very alienated and doubt yourself. Like, I don't feel accepted in this group or I don't feel hurt in this group or something's wrong because they're all kind of getting along and understanding each other and I don't. Um, so yes, you are likely the black sheep of your family. You might also likely be the one in your family who is willing to access support to better understand yourself and better work through your mental health and trauma. And we, we do see this in cycle breakers. Um, although it's really hard and uncomfortable, you are the ones likely making the first steps to better yourself, whether that is going to a yoga class or checking out therapy or um, just seeing what supports are available within work or within your school system. Another feature of someone who's a cycle breaker is just to kind of go off of that point is maybe when you share those things or maybe you might even feel reluctant to even share it with family, uh, just fearing that it won't be received well because change is something that's uncomfortable uh, in families where there is generational trauma. We just kind of can get comfortable in being stuck and you as a cycle breaker are like, we need to switch something up here. I'm recognizing that there's something that's really deep rooted and we need to start doing the work. And you yourself might be the person who is willing to do the work, but observe that people around you, like your parents or siblings, might not be in a position where they're ready to receive support or... Um, yeah, are willing to even start it for themselves. So you might feel reluctant to share that you yourself have started. So again, this can kind of go back to just feelings of being alienated and isolated, like I don't fit in. Another feature of a cycle breaker is that you want to be making the change. And maybe initially you're willing to kind of throw yourself in the fire in order to see the change and you're wanting to help others so badly at first that you lose yourself along the way and you get frustrated and and it's discouraging. And one of moving into some advice and tips I have for people who are noticing that within themselves that you know they are the black sheep and they are probably the ones that are going to be the cycle breakers in their family over time um is that you really can't help anyone until you start helping yourself first. You, you're making a choice of staying in that pit with them, that pit of depression, poor coping, poor communication, because there's love there and you, you don't want them to feel alone in their pain. But you realize over time that becomes years of just staying in that pit. And you have to make a choice. Are you going to climb out or are you going to just sit with them? And it's hard to make that decision because at first it feels so selfish. It feels, you feel bad. You're like, I, I just want to be with them and I want them to not feel alone. But at the same time, I can't survive like this. So I would say in getting support for yourself, which will take time and you have to give yourself permission to and the grace to experience that process because with what you've been through and what you've been around, it might be really difficult for you to open up and be vulnerable. 
So allowing yourself to do that and, and knowing that over time, this can result in a spillover effect. When the people around you see that you're doing well, certain things are working for you, this can cause them to, I guess like it's kind, it kind of marinates with them over time. They're like, okay, I, you know, she's gone to therapy once a week or she's doing this program or she's doing this activity and it's really working for her and I'm seeing a change in her. It might cause a spillover effect um, that they might pick up on your healthy coping or they might become a little bit more open-minded to trying it themselves. Another piece of advice uh, or tip I would have is securing a support system of your own outside of your family. So um, this can include friends at school, friends at work. Um, you might have joined some kind of a club or um, activity that happens regularly and you're meeting new people and you feel support and love with them. So in those times where you are making those big changes and maybe they aren't received well in your family or you're challenging your family about their behaviors and why they think the way that they do, um, this can cause you know, them to not talk to you or there, there to be tension in the home. And you need to have support of your own outside of that. So friends that can validate you and hear you without um, any kind of judgment. So I would say that that's a, that's a really big piece. And um, it might be something that comes together in time building the support system. So be patient with yourself. And lastly, um, I would say just consistency in your personal healing. It's a commitment and investment in yourself to, to heal and to better generations after you. So if you are up for it, keep consistent with your healing practices, whether that is um, having therapy, um, going to the gym, boxing, swimming, um, doing Reiki, uh, going to yoga, and practicing good self-care just in general, right? Taking care of your mind and body together. And also it's, it's a long journey. It's not an overnight fix and it'll sometimes feel like you're crawling in your skin and you feel so uncomfortable, but you do take on that responsibility and leadership to, to make the change because you want a better future for yourself and your future family. And your hope is that it trickles and it supports your immediate family and has an impact on them. And you change things. You are making a decision that whatever, you know, my parents were used to or their parents were used to, I'm putting a stop to that right now. It's, it ends with me. And I think that's so powerful. But it also, again, is something that it's not overnight and it takes time. It takes years. And the more time you spend practicing it, the more you actually start validating yourself and you do lean on your support systems and um, you do go back to those healing spaces and places where you feel celebrated so that you know like you know if I kind of shake things up in my house or I challenge someone respectfully I know who I am and I know who the people in my life are to talk about certain things I know that this friend is someone I can talk to when I maybe had an argument with my mom and kind of it kind of triggered my grief or triggered my trauma and this person is someone I feel safe with. Okay, so three questions I am leaving you with today for this Breaking Generational Cycles episode is, the first one is, 
When you take a deeper look into your family, what are some repeated cycles that have been occurring? Secondly, would you consider yourself a cycle breaker? And which of the features and characteristics I mentioned resonate with you the most? And lastly, what is something that you want and you dream of for your future family or your future life that you didn't grow up with? And what do you think needs to change? If you connect with anything that I shared in this episode, please know that you're not alone and your experience is 100% valid. It's an uncomfortable process, but it's so worth it in the end for you because you deserve the most. You deserve the life that you want. And you're going to, when you start putting in the work, you're going to start attracting the things around you that are validating and just link up with the life that you wanted and, and the person that you see yourself. So this can be like better connections. This could be better career opportunities, um, opportunities to be in spaces with people who are like-minded. As always, the work on yourself is the most important piece. I would suggest if you don't have it already, pick up the affirmation journal for women. There's some powerful prompts in there, including affirmations. And this will be a nice guide to continuing the work and looking inward and celebrating yourself. I'll see you back here soon.